that's me, the master of the Tornado DDT Fuego Del Sol, and you are watching and listening to the Three Count Podcast. <laughs> Yo, what is going on? Yes, it is me, the Air Force veteran intel specialist, the one you call on when you need to get the job done, and your friendly neighborhood red dog. That's right, you are checking out the Three Count Podcast, The Bay Show! I'm not as hyped or as energetic as Chaz ever is in the show, so this thing is effing crazy. But let's go down the roster. You see the man right here in red. He is out of Utah. He is the man, the myth, the legend, the man who told Jesus he was going to get betrayed because he wasn't getting paid. And then, you know, you know what happens for the rest. Give it up for the Dark Lord himself, Damien Fatal. I'm here and let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. So we're here because, you know, everybody else decided they want to skip out. Psych, we wanted to be here because we are dedicated to the product, and this is what we do. Uh, more importantly, let's talk about some of the stuff that is going down. So we do have our favorite T-shirt lineup. You see it right here. Sorry, mirrored. Uh, there it is, the Three Count Podcast T-shirt. You guys have seen me wear the Three Count Podcast T-shirt as well. So you guys go check out both. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count podcast or three count pod, and you can buy our merch there. Or if you want to, here in the future, we'll be part of whatofmaneuver.net, and you guys can go check us out there. You guys can also go ahead and jump on Pure Ignorance's uh, store at whatofmaneuver.net forward slash collections forward slash pure underscore ignorance. Or you guys can even check out my store at whatofmaneuver.net forward slash collections forward slash red underscore dog. That's right. So we are all over the place. You guys can go buy our merch. Help us. Help us help you. Help us get you what you guys need, too. Because, you know, we, we kind of need a little bit of help, man. You know, we, we, we do this. We, we do this for y'all. But, you know, it, it's nice to keep the lights on. Know what I mean? <laughs> that is true. Nah, that's true. Back, 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 back. So, with that being said, also, we do have other stuff going down. You guys already know. We're going to talk about what is going down in Studio B. That's right, my other show, my show, the show I love to run now in the Ring. If you guys check it out this week, we have uh, the stepdads are going to be entering the ring. I'm super excited. They were a lot of fun to do an interview with. We're also going to get uh, now entering 201 with Phil Stamper. And then last but not least, on Thursday, you guys are going to be able to get to see the episode with Khan of STP. Yes, it was awesome getting to do the full interview with him as well. Uh, so, yeah, don't forget to check those shows out. It is very important. Also, we need you guys. We need your help, man. If you guys could like this video, share it with your friends, tell them to come talk with us, have a conversation, or even if they want to, just come follow us. Down below, you see all the tags right there. Our Twitter handle, at 3count underscore pod. You see the Instagram one, at 3count pod. And then you see the one on TikTok as well, at 3count pod. We do a lot of videos and a lot of talks. So if you guys even followed us last night, we actually were doing a live discussions for uh, Twitter. Although, we really just kind of put up like all the entrants from the Royal Rumble. Um, if you guys follow us on our Instagram page, we're always dropping videos about what happened with the night, the night, the show before. 
you guys can check out the Raw Quick Dives or SmackDown Quick Dives. Whatever show happened the night before, you'll see the Quick Dives there. As well as you'll see that on TikTok. We also talk about who's entering the ring. And we also talk about just sometimes we just do a random story because, you know, we know that interests you guys. So please go check it out. We are there all the time. So you're probably wondering, where is everybody else? Well, some things happen in life and sometimes you just got to go deal with what life got to hand you. So that is what it is. That's where everybody's at. Uh, it is cool what it is. They, they, they're doing their thing. So we just got to give them loves. We'll send them our supports. You know, some of us, we have the dad life going on. Sometimes we have family things going on. Sometimes we just not in the service area. So it is what it is at that point. So let's talk about this, man. So we have a lot of debate topics today. Number one, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about match of the week. So the dark Lord, please tell me what is the match of the week for you? Okay, so last last time I said uh, I couldn't do it <laughs> because of where I saw it, and unfortunately for like the second time in a row, I have to give it to Planned Parenthood. I really enjoyed that ladder match between Cody and Sammy Guevara. It hurts to admit it, but the match was hot. <laughs> Yo, it was I, actually good. It's no front. It's no front. That was a great match. Uh, for it me. Was- yeah, uh, I mean, okay, okay. Well, let's 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 die. Let's talk a little bit about it, right? There was so much that happened in that match that was just unbelievable, right? Yeah. Just unbelievable. We saw cutters, we saw like massive bumps coming off for the crossroads. We saw like anything that could have happened in that show, we got to see, and it was crazy it was it was it was a it was good they 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 killed it (laughs) it was a great opening segment and it made it was like oh (laughs) (laughs) raw was so horrible yeah because i watched both at work so it was i was like oh this is bad I'm enjoying enjoying this more than I'm enjoying that. Something's topsy turvy with the world. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, for me, uh, my match of the week because obviously I don't give out like anything from the top ten. We're gonna give the honorable mention, but MSK versus the Jacket Time was actually a really fun tag team. That match was on that NXT. was that was. That yeah, was I was definitely hyped. I enjoyed that. that. And uh. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it because really, you know, now that there's only two of us, there's really not much to really like wait for somebody else to like, you know, give their two cents in about. So let's talk about it, right? Yeah, sure. So let's talk about Adam Cole, baby. So we knew that he was at NXT. He was having all these killer matches and just like tearing a house down every night on takeovers. He left WWE. He went to AEW, right? And we see him having matches. Now it is... Up for debate on who wants to say what, but some people have felt felt that Adam Cole has kind of fallen off since going to AEW. So, Damien, I'm going to let you have the first words on this, and then I will follow up. All right. So, uh, his list of opponents in Planned Parenthood are eh. Like, it just, like, I know how I feel about Orange County. I ain't a fan. And that that was just like I didn't even want to see it. Let's just put it that let's just make it let's just call it spade a spade. I did not want to see it. 
And it's not even just that his match qualities have fallen, like, like they, they're, they're falling short of what he was producing before he left NXT. And I feel like he's getting lazy. I mean, look at, like, look at him, period. Like, his girlfriend looks stronger than him. Like, 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 it's like this man, like, you know what? I ain't going to the gym no more. I just don't care. I'm here with my girl, my friends. I'm just going to bullshit. Like, like, I don't know. Is he depressed or something? Did he get, like, his, like, first paycheck and realize he shouldn't have left? Or, like, like, something going on. Like, I think somebody need to talk to Adam Cole. Like, they need to sit him down. Like, he needs a intervention. That's it. Adam Cole needs an intervention because something's going on. He hiding something. I don't know what it is, but man, that fool's off his game. Like I can't, I can't. I don't know. It's 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 like he's becoming a joke. Oh, and it's like like it's like he's becoming the butt of his own jokes. That's what makes it even worse. It's. And and don't get me started with with you know Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish. Like you had an opportunity, you had all three of them, and you shitted on it with what with the the rest of the elite coming out. It's just uh, oh god, it was hard to watch. It was so hard to watch. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about it. I, I, it's funny because I'm on the other side of it, right? So I know a lot of people were out there talking about, like, his match quality has gone down and that he's not producing like he's supposed to and this, that, and the other. And a lot of people have mentioned about his body changes, and I don't know why because, really, it's not their fucking opinion. Sorry, guys. It is what it is. But the thing is, is, like, I still feel like Adam Cole, when he shows up to wrestle, he performs, right? Like, whether you saw him with Cassidy or maybe you've seen him in the trios matches or just in tag matches. He's always there. He's always producing. And I don't I don't think anything different from the caliber matches that he's had. Like, should he should he probably get a little bit more tone, maybe a little stronger? Yeah, probably. You know, he you know, you're a wrestler, you're you should probably look like one, at least look fit. Um and I just think that with Adam though, like he has this knack for just like still captivating audiences through his character work. Which I know some people will be like, mm, character work, it's not really there. But I much think that it's still the same Adam Cole. He's still the same dude. He's still out here talking and blowing people away through his matches. And if you give him that opponent that can help him, he'll, or not help him, but that opponent that's really going to push on him too, you'll see that he'll reach that level back up again. I'm not saying that OC isn't the guy that can do it. It's just this is where they have him right now until like, Things can really start moving, and Kenny can come back. He's not Adam Blows, baby. Yeah, uh, I don't. But, I don't think that to be true. I still think it's very much Adam Cole. It's just the the competition though that he needs to be facing. Uh, and, and I I say you know he needs to be up against with like the you know Daniel Bryan uh, Bryan Danielson type type challenges, not not OC. Well, see, that's the thing, and it's it's. I'm getting to the point where I'm starting not to care. That's what I mean. That's where I'm at. It's like, yeah, he's exciting to watch, but it's getting to the point where, like I said, I'm not going to care. Like, 
they 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 <laughs> they brought him in at the same time they brought in uh whatever the hell he wants to be called now. Uh, oh, Brian Danson. Did, did, did I say that right? Is that yeah. what he's being called now? Okay. Well, that's so, his real name. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so many years calling it the other way, it's just weird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, like bringing them both at the same time was a bad idea. I feel like it hurt Adam Cole. And this is why we're where we're at now. It's just he's He's coasting, and if he coasts for too long, I feel like I'm not going to care. And he actually does something important. Yeah, I think I, that's where I, I can at. see that point. I can see the fact that you know he's not like he's not out there like you know they're not showcasing him and put him in the forefront. And then when you brought in Danielson, like obviously like pulled away from him, you know. So I can see that point. I just think that they have him. You know, like we said, like he's in a like you said he's in a coast position right now. And that, like, when they give him the opportunities to show up and show out, like, he's going to. And we're all going to be like, that's the Adam Cole we've been talking about for so long. And then, you know, we're all going to get hyped and get back on that train again. So it, it, it's going to come. It's just I feel like right now everybody's like, yeah, we'll just wait and see what happens. Yeah, because, I mean, that's kind of where it is. It's just it's, it, I'm not saying that he's not going out there and putting on good matches because the matches are good for what he's got work with right um and he's not and i'm not saying that he's not entertaining is this it doesn't i guess it doesn't feel important i like this question right here thank you uh for it it says uh, is aew becoming saturated like wwe are there too many in aew similar to cole um i'm gonna say the the crazy thing about it is that aew has a wide variety of wrestlers just all shapes and body types. So it's not like there's not the one type of like Adam Cole type where you see it all through rampant, but you do have your Luchasaurus. You do have, you know, obviously Sting is there, right? And he's still an active competitor. You do have Wardlow, who's like your big giant. Like I think the one thing they're really missing is that true like seven footer, you know, that true seven foot giant to kind of establish. But everybody's very different, like in their wrestling. So whether it's Penta, even Penta is different from, Phoenix, you know, when you get back, you know, that's BT. There's just so many different – there's so many different styles that go on through. FTR doesn't wrestle like uh, the Varsity Blondes, right? They don't wrestle like Jungle Express. Like, they're just very – there's a lot of variety that goes on there. But I think it's also just getting too – there's so much good talent on the show, you can't feature it all on the show. So that's, like, the other big problem that they're having right now. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, like. I think they are at the point where they have too many people and not enough time. Right. Is and where it comes shows, down. Even if you have shows like uh like Dark and Dark Elevation and Rampage, like you're still not featuring all the people you're on. Like where's Thunder exactly. Rosa? Like Thunder Rosa has been on your show in like weeks, right? Like and yeah. that's that's a concern because like she's a top tier talent. Kira Hogan is on your roster. And she's not featuring in a prominent position yet. Like, there's so much good talent that's in Jay the Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. <laughs> like, really? <clears throat> Jay Lethal? Like, that's crazy. This like, is yeah, yeah. that's the point though, is that like I know what they're trying to do. They want to build up these guys as wins and stuff like that, or that help put other people over. But it's crazy because, like, you know, uh actually, so this one just popped into 
that's a different situation, though. I'm yeah, be honest. I heard about that. Yeah, so Malachi Black with Brody King is a whole different situation because that tag team is going to start making noise here in a little bit. Uh, I know they brought him out. They had him with that match against Varsity Blondes. They killed him, and then they kind of like faded off. And they're going to come back, and then the whole pack scenario is going to take off, and everybody's going to see what's going on. Especially in Julia Hart as well. Like everybody's gonna see like what's happening with all that talent. So those are those are some of the bigger talents, bigger things that I think of that are gonna show up. Well, like yeah, like at the end of the day, like we said, yeah, they have a lot of talent, just not enough time. Like right. they got a two hour show on Wednesday, an hour show on Friday. That's broadcast like live, like people see. And then like you said, you got your two uh YouTube shows that they have, and that's that's not enough. Just, what WWE did the same thing. Yeah, had too much talent, not enough time, and they got more time on TV. Yeah, and it's crazy too because like the YouTube channel, they kind of control. So like, if they wanted to put a two-hour dark on, they could, and yeah. they could feature a lot of this. But the thing is, and this is the funny thing is, like, we're talking about it based on like a viewer t- standpoint. Imagine being yeah. there, and you're exactly. getting like six hours of wrestling for like. I think, you know, sometimes the tickets go for like a hundred bucks, but let's be real. If you're sitting in like seats, like rows, you know, 20 to like 50, you're probably paying like 40 bucks for a ticket, yeah. which you're getting like almost eight hours worth of content just right there. And I know people, and you get to see all these wrestlers and all these people work. So yeah, I definitely, I, you know, and then, and then people aren't complaining about it as much because if you notice the people who are at shows never complain about the show. They're always like, yo, of course so not. Because you see, you like you say, you get to see like everything, so it's like you get that you get that fix, yeah, as a fan. Where if yeah. you're just watching it on TV, it's just like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like where's I this? Person? I want to see this person on on Dynamite, but if you go watch the show, you're like, but there they are in live, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, so we do have some people coming in and popping in saying hello. So we're gonna stop real quick. What's up, Keith? Good to see you. And then, you. you know, Mr. Golden right here, Hook and Cole will eventually happen. He's a big proponent of that match. So it will happen eventually. I just don't, I don't, oh, maybe like towards the end of the, maybe towards the end of the year. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be better. Like, that's, see, that would be something that I would be interested in seeing. Send in Hook. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if you guys can, please, you know, like this video, share it with your friends. Right, keep putting it on here because we want to get more people in here. The more conversations we can have with you guys, the better. But we got to bring it into our favorite part of the show. Heat check. And uh, yeah, so how this works, we're going to give you our hottest wrestler of the week, our coldest wrestler of the week. And, you know, sometimes somebody like myself might have one that's like warming up. So, Damien, why don't you go ahead and give me your, uh, your coldest and your hottest wrestler of the week? Well, since uh, uh, since the rumble was yesterday, I- I'm gonna have to go with my tribal chief. I'm sorry, I I kind of have to. He did amazing yesterday. So uh, yes, hats off to you, my tribal chief. <laughs> Coldest wrestler though. Oh. Uh... I don't know. That's hard. The men's Royal Rumble. 
No. <laughs> you ain't lying. Man. You ain't lying. I was sorry to have to group all of those people in one one giant blanket, but yeah, I don't know. That's 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 my that's my final answer. Yo. That ain't a lie. That ain't a lie, man. Like I, I, you know what? I, I will have to agree. As far as my coldest wrestler would definitely be that, because that was definitely (laughs) like it was weird. Because I was talking about earlier today with a bunch of different people too, and I was like, you know, my problem with the match, right? It wasn't so much. You know what? Let me be real. It was a hundred percent a match. What my problem was is that, like, what the Royal Rumble has always taught me like growing up like as a kid and even like is there's always something there right like you're opening boxes and it's like there's all the time coming out right and this royal rumble the men's royal rumble there was nothing there was absolutely nothing i was waiting the whole time for Mm -hmm. something to like make me pop right never happened not Mm -hmm. not one bit (laughs) nope 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 And I hated it. I hated it because I was like, this is my favorite time of the year. This is the one show that I genuinely like wait all year for in wrestling. Like I I laugh every time I get hyped for it because I don't think that there's anything better than the Royal Rumble. And this year, man, the Royal Rumble was like, nah, bro, we we average at best. <laughs> yeah. And, so I was like, damn, man. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Coldest wrestler wise, that is definitely – uh that's definitely tops uh let's go hottest wrestler um let's think i i like your pick right with the tribal chief but i'm gonna go the opposite side right i'm taking seth freaking rollins (laughs) okay because this i see i can't deny you that one either (laughs) because that was some good shit (laughs) <laughs> that match was fire and he didn't yeah. even lose he you know he just went <laughs> out but like all the stuff that led up to it right because like on raw like he was obviously talking a lot of trash shows up to smackdown definitely shows that roman is still not over the whole breakup of the shield he's still kind of very upset and that he's right. mad about it right and then like he keeps pushing him right and like eventually like roman breaks and he's like tries to you know hit uh, hit Seth from behind. Seth obviously gets one up, and then we move to Saturday, where they're the first match up, and Seth comes out to the Shield theme, and in tactical gear, in the crowd, still like doing his uh, maniacal uh, laugh and just like walking down. I was like, oh, yeah. like oh, that's normal. <laughs> that was I was great. like, that is great psychological warfare right there. Yeah. yeah. And then even in the match, right? Like, he's getting beat up. And then, like, as he, like, takes the spear, he's just laughing at Roman. He's like, oh, fist pump me, brother. <laughs> he's like, we're still friends. It's like, nah. <laughs> so I definitely love it. And I love the throwback, too, where, like, Seth, like, stood up and he was facing out the ring because he was just, like, getting back up to his feet. And Roman just smoked yeah. him with the chair. But I was like, Seth definitely had me, like, from the jump, dude. I was like. That's that's what I'm talking about. I love that. Um, I do have one though. I'm gonna call it the warming up, right? Warming right. this up. Uh, if you guys didn't get to see GCW this last weekend on Sunday, uh, Ruby Soho was on the show. She got to wrestle Alley Catch, and by God, Alley Catch is so fly. <laughs> I want to check that out. 
And she was talking about it afterwards, like on Twitter and stuff. Like this was a match that she's been looking forward to and she's excited about. And, yo, I'm super – if this is a start for her, I can't wait to see what she does, like, going forward, man. Because it was definitely – it was worth everything to watch her do do her thing in the match. But – Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'll send you the link and you can check out the GCW show. But – Speaking of Ruby Soho, let us talk about Ruby Soho. So apparently, Ruby Soho has been kind of vocal, talking about how she's not happy at AEW because she felt like she was only brought there to put over Britt Baker and Jade Cargill, right? So she's unhappy with the company. She's not happy with her role. And a lot of people are saying that she's not working in AEW. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go ahead and just jump on this right off the bat. I get that she's unhappy. I, I 100% understand, like, why she's frustrated with everybody. Um, I, and a lot of people are saying that she's not getting over. She's not working, right? I genuinely love watching Ruby Soho in the ring. I think she's a great talent. I think she's a great worker. She knows how to cut, like, all these great promos. She has this rare ability to lift everybody up around her. My only problem with her is that they keep putting her with talent that, like, like is either already well established and they don't really need the rub for her or they like are so like, you know, like AEW did, right? Like they put her in an instant feud with Britt Baker, Britt Baker wins. They put her in this, they put her in the tournament. She tears up the tournament. She's tearing down the house and then they stick her in that match with Jade Cargill and they, they have a great match. Let's not, let's not, you know, take anything away. But then obviously she puts up Jade Cargill and then they don't have no plans for her. So it's like, well, what are you going to do now? Are you going to have, like, are you pushing to get, like, a women's tag division going? Are you looking to get her in a prominent position to move upwards? Like, what are you doing with her? Because this is a girl, well, I won't be, this is a woman who is very, very, very talented in the ring and literally will break her back for the business. But she's really just kind of like she if she's feeling she's in limbo someone has to get back over there and talk to her and be like hey look this is how we're establishing everything and this is where we see you going so that way you're not feeling like you're being used know what i mean uh for a while there i forgot that she was there <laughs> um i you no know, me and so social man me and justin were talking about the Royal Rumble. And this was before I sent you the video for my uh, my surprise picks. And I was like, you know what? It'd be, it'd be cool to, it'd be cool to like see the rights while I get back together. I knew that was the name of the game. Like, that'd be cool to have all three of them in the Rumble. And, and then <laughs> Dustin's like, you know, she signed the AEW. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I mean, and that's totally fucking forgot. And that's not good. Because like you said, she's a great she's a great. Like I've enjoyed all of her work since seeing her in NXT. And, you know, was able to go back and see some of her earlier stuff. So like, you know, was very talented. If you just give her that opportunity, then you know, you got you got yourself a a top contender for your women's division that's so-so. Right. Like, let's just keep it, let's keep it a stack. Like, it's getting better. It, it's, it's, 
put it like this, it's better than it was this time last year. <laughs> by far. Because last year was fucking horrible. The year before that, it was garbage. So, you know, they've gotten better. And that's good. That's good. That, that, that's good. But, like, having somebody like Ruby Soho would be be so much better for your women's division. Like, they should have did her feud with Britt Baker a little better. But they didn't have to take the title off of Britt, Britt Baker, but, like, why didn't she get another opportunity or continue the feud instead of going into this tournament? Because now you put her up against two of your women's championships, so where the fuck does she go now? Right. Especially since you didn't use her right away. So, like, and the thing is, is like you have so much like great talent, like all around AEW. And I, okay, let me let me. You have you have good talent all around the women's division, right? You could put her in a matchup with Serena Deeb. You could put her in a matchup with Thunder Rosa. You could put her in a matchup with uh, Kara Hogan, right? You could put her in a matchup with. Uh, you could run it back with Julia Cargill, right? And or Jade Cargill, and she'll be she'll be good. You could put her yeah. in this matchup with Julia Hart. You have Penel before. You have the Bunny. You have shit. You could put her with Red Velvet, right? And right. she's gonna. The thing is, is when you put her in, she tears the house down, and she will continue to tear the house down if you give her those opportunities. It's just weird to me that AEW is like, yeah, thanks, thanks, bro, but we don't really have anything for you right now, so. Mm, you know, yeah, it's like she's tight. back in catering, right? <laughs> and she's she's over there like having these like squash matches on like on dark where she's going around and she's beating girls. She's like getting she's padding her stats, right? But it's just weird that that's a thing that we have to do now. It's just like nah, we're mm-hmm. just gonna sit back and just let it ride, and we're not. I don't know. We're not getting anything out of her for it. And you can clearly see, like, if she's coming out saying that she's frustrated with the company, like, yeah, she has a reason to be. Right. She does. So we are obviously the only two here. So obviously our show isn't going to be super, super long. But we do got to get into this third debate topic before we get into the greatest segment of all three count podcasts. The greatest, the greatest. Yeah. So, but first we're going to talk about. This Royal Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) I have seen a lot of people on a lot of different places, right? So whether you're on Twitter or you're on Instagram or you're on TikTok or you're even on just YouTube listening to Wrestle Talk, What Culture, or even uh, Cultaholic, right? They legitimately are coming out saying this is one of the worst Royal Rumbles in history. Right. Uh, some people are saying that the worst was coming from Royal Rumble 2015. And, you know, Roman obviously being shoved down our throats and then The Rock coming out and trying to save him, but getting booed. That's what they're saying is the worst Royal Rumble. But they are legitimately saying that this is the worst Royal Rumble in history. And I will be honest, I'm going to say no. I don't think it was. Was I think it was it one of the worst? Yes. The worst, though? No. Um, it is weird because I felt like this card up and down, like actually had some decent matches, right? Uh, I know a lot of people talk about that mixed tag match. I'm gonna be honest, it wasn't really, it really never kicked to another gear for me. I just felt like it was the same the whole way. I really loved the Roman versus Seth Rollins match. I thought that was really, really good. 
And I thought that, uh, uh, you know, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop was actually a fire match. Like, it's hard because you have two heels going at, at each other. One of them clearly is going to have to win um, and be more of a baby face. And that's obviously was going to be Becky. But I don't know, man. Like, I think, I think overall, like, the w- Women's Royal Rumble was really good, I thought. I thought Bobby and Brock was a fun match. And then we ended with whatever that 30-man thing was at the end. <laughs> but I felt overall, I felt like the majority of the show was actually, I want to say above average. It wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't great. And it wasn't average. And it was definitely not bad. So I think, I think for me, if I was to like rate the whole pay-per-view, I would have given like three and a half out of five, man. What about you? Alright, so of course, like from beginning, like I was hyped. Like I enjoyed the opening match for the Universal title. I enjoyed the women's Royal Rumble. I did enjoy the women's title match. Like okay, so it's like the way that it was structured on paper, it should have been better. And I feel like what brought everybody out of it was the men's like even the mixed tag match was perfect where it was at like it it I felt like that was just a filler match and it was perfect from you know the what was it the Bobby and Brock match and and the men's Royal Rumble yeah gives people time to calm down and you know have a little fun. So, like, I think the placements of all the matches were perfect, but it just, it flat in the Men's Royal Rumble. Like, that's what killed it. If I'm going to be honest, that's what killed it. You know, like, my problem, though, right, with the Men's Royal Rumble was that there was, like, never a feeling that anybody could win the Royal Rumble, right? Like, exactly. a couple of years ago, right, when Seth Rollins came in, and I think he was, like, number 13 or something like that. They were in Chicago. Like, you're like, okay, well, there's somebody that can win. And then, like, there'd be like a couple other dudes that were, like, filler. And then you'd have, like, Roman come in. You're like, okay, well, there's Roman. Then there are a couple other fillers. And then you'd have, like, somebody else come in. And you're like, oh, my God, like, there's so many people, right? Right. This Rumble, like, it was, like, it felt like because of what happened with Bobby and Brock, like, you know, we have a great, uh, let's see, I have to find that comment really quick right here. It was the moment that everything got screwed right in the Bobby Brock match. You knew Brock Lesnar was going to be in the match and he was exactly. going to come out and then he was going to win. Right. And that was a I mean, it, made sen- it made sense, though, for them to do it. But it was like it wasn't enough credible bodies, right? In the match to be like, oh, they can take Brock out. Fuck if he comes out at number thirty. He just wrestled and got his ass beat. So I mean, yeah, just it wasn't none of that. And I mean, like, granted, it was him and Drew, but like, I don't know. I didn't feel like Drew had it in him this time. it's it's weird though because like myself and phil stamper were talking about this right like while the rumble was going on like 
you could have done this like so many different ways, right? Like, yeah. So Bobby wins the title, and obviously, you know, Brock and Roman are going to go on to WrestleMania because that's obviously the story that you've been trying to tell, right? These two right. dudes facing off for the Universal title. And then, like, you could have just kept that going, right? And for this, for the Raw side of things, it could have been anybody could have won, right? You would just give him more time to somebody else. And then at Elimination Chamber, right? You could have like, you know, Roman versus like Seth Rollins, right? To run it back because obviously of what happened. But right. obviously Brock doesn't care. He just wants he wants Roman because of what happened. So you have you know Brock come out, cost Roman Reigns the match. He loses the title to Seth Rollins. Seth takes off. Now you have your Brock and Roman match that you want. Seth can have whoever the winner is of the the elimination chamber, right? And then obviously the Royal Rumble can set up whoever it is that's going to be the Raw champion. So in this case, Bobby, right? You could have set all these stories lined up and gives five other talent something else to do other than just focus on Roman and 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 Brock. And you could have put credible threats in those in that chamber match or in the Royal Rumble. But I just felt like nobody was that person. Like where was Finn Balor? Where was Cesaro at? Like those were like the two Thank biggest you. names from SmackDown that they they weren't even talked about, right? And then we, we got like no kind of jump surprises, like none, none. And I think I think part of it for me it was because I legit saw a person on TikTok put up a video of like the Rumble clock going off and then like Peacemakers like theme song playing, and I was like, yo, I jumped. I was like, I I really need this now, and it just kind of let me down that it never happened. But the difference is is like in the women's Royal Rumble, right? There's 15 women who were in, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there's – and I say there's a 30-women Royal Rumble. I get it, right? 16 right. was, like, active competitors. And, like, 14 was, like, retur- like just nostalgia acts, right? Yeah, exactly. And it never felt like- – and that, that event, though, felt like anybody at any time could win, right? Sasha Banks coming at number one. Obviously, Bianca Belair coming in later. Uh, you had Rhea Ripley pop in there. Nikki A.S.H., you know, crazy enough, was, like, in and out all the time. Charlotte right. coming in there. Obviously, Shayna Baszler coming at 30, Ronda Rousey coming in there. There were so many people that were coming in and out of that event the whole time. You're like, dude, like anybody can win. It was it was, yeah, it was anybody's game. Bianca Belair, Naomi. It, yeah. was just, it was just a flood of people. And then, like you say, you had, sorry, favorite part of that match, Ivory. Right this into the hands oh my down. That was my been, like, favorite. The talking point of everybody so far. Yeah, she's 60 years old, man. She came in. I didn't even realize that. I thought she was still like the same. I just she looked good for 60. No, she looked good for 60. Yeah. Because I I mean, I forgot she was that I forgot she was that old. Because I mean, like, even when like, you know, I kind of get I kind of grew up watching her in a way. So like I forgot she was that old. Yeah. Really, I really forgot she was that old. But she looked great. And that's the that favorite part, the sand, favorite part. This part right here, too, like down below. Oh, down yeah, below, that. Nikki and Molly, like, getting into it, right? Mighty Molly coming out, and she had the superhero, and then Nikki A.S.A. just beating the holy hell out of her. I was like, dude, that was, was like, so ah, awesome. She needs to change the A.S.H. to A.S.B. Yes. 
<laughs> she was just she was just so like it was so cool seeing that moment happen there's like a yeah, lot like, of stuff that in in the women's royal and this is what i'm saying right like the women's royal rumble was so exciting because even when ronda came out of 28 right you knew she was gonna win because obviously it's ronda yeah you know, they don't bring her back for nothing but it's like she coming out was like a massive deal but like anybody felt like they could have won right the final four right Shayna, charlotte uh Ronda and Bianca Belair, you're like, yo, any of these people can win this. Yeah, anyone, anyone. The other problem, I, I think the other problem I had, though, is that last year, okay, so two years ago, they have, or last year, they had six women get thrown out by Bianca Belair, and yeah. this year, she's the Iron Woman, but she only threw out one person, like her and Michelle McCool, like, threw out the same amount of people. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty blah, especially if they're thinking about using her later on this year. It's like why did you why didn't you let her go on a tear? Like I, she should have went on a tear because I mean if I were shouldn't she be pretty you know pissy that she's got to go through the Royal Rumble to get her rematch against Becky? Yeah, and I think the other part that I had a problem with I know we're talking a lot about like how the issues that we're having with the Royal Rumble. The other part I had was why was Tamina saving everybody? I don't know. I've noticed. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. Right. Like, you're in a rumble, right? You don't know what to do. Just go jump and beat somebody up, right? Like, find somebody and just beat them up. But my goodness, she was oh. everywhere, saving she everyone. She was. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe she was kind of. Yeah, she, she was being that. She was being that person, being the veteran in the match to make sure everybody stayed in when they were supposed to. I guess I stay here. Know your time. I get, all I needed her was be like time cues. Know your time cues. No, you can't go over yet. Time cues. <laughs> <laughs> like I was uh, like, dang girl, like you are out here like saving everyone. I was like, you got to chill. Let people not save them. Like, just let them go over the top. I mean, shit, that whole spot with Kevin Owens and uh, Kofi, nobody was like, the ref didn't turn his face and go, oh, nope, I didn't see you touch your feet. Right. Like, we all he saw called it. it. He called it. He had to. He had, he had to. to. He was like, yo, Kofi, I'm sorry, man. Your feet touch. You got to go. Like, <laughs> he tried so hard not to, like, let his – hey, valiant effort, though, man. Because that's no, it why was. if you would have landed, it would have been hot. It would have been hot. Yeah, it would have been hot. We'd be talking about that spot. That right. probably would have been like the only real speaking point of the <laughs> But maybe like, that's why that maybe that's why it was complete crap because Kofi wasn't able to do what Kofi does in the rumble and it just ruined everything. Right. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> dang man, I saw it and I saw his feet touch and then he picked his feet back up and I was like, dude, everybody saw you, man. You're right. Like, <laughs> you can't. Good luck. Well, you can't. Look, man, right there in the earpiece of the of the ref. Get him out of there. You're <laughs> right. We all saw oh. it. Get him out. <laughs> uh, another good part about the Women's Royal Rumble. Mickey James. Oh, my God. Not just Mickey James. Mickey James coming out to Country Strong with the Impact <laughs> title. Exactly. And them, them actually putting it up by her name. That she was the impact. I was like, all right. At least she got an elimination and she was in there for a bit. Yeah. It wasn't a complete, like, what? Yeah, she was. (laughs) Hitting everybody with the chick kick. Like, I was like, yo, let's go. 
every bit of it, man. I was like, dude, I was super excited seeing my or seeing uh seeing Mickey running it through there and just like beating people up. I was like, good, because at least I I would have like I don't want to sound like that person, but it's definitely gonna sound like that person. I would have one hundred percent expected them to have her run in, get kicked, and then get thrown out. Like I and I would have right. thought that would happen, right? Because they obviously don't want to feature like the impact title line, but no, they gave her like a prominent position. They treated her yeah. like a champion and they let her yeah. do it too. So, yeah. yeah, and they and she looked good doing it. So that I was actually like surprised about that. I was like, all right, Vincent Man must have been in a good mood today. He must have eaten before the Royal <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> he had to. Yo, actually, and we're gonna talk about this too, right? Let's bring this up. Boom. Lita. Lita yes. murdering it, man. She was yes, definitely she very impressive. I definitely have to agree. Uh, she was definitely doing a lot of good stuff in the ring, man. Like I was, she, was. she looked good. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that she, I, mean, I never I have to say that she didn't look good to begin with. But you know, when you saw her the last time that she was in the in the ring, you know, in the last Royal Rumble that she was in, it wasn't really so great. The first Women's Royal Rumble wasn't so great, but now like seeing her come back and she's just. You could tell, like, she's steadily back on the grind again. So everything yeah, exactly. she did, she was looking smooth. I was like, yeah, this is nice and clean. Um, sad point of the Royal Rumble for me was Summer Rae. No, no, really? No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you why. All right, it wasn't what she was doing. It's oh, this is gonna sound mean. This is gonna sound real mean. <laughs> but. Old age has not been good to her. I don't know, man. I thought she still looked really good. (laughs) Maybe it was the bad camera angles, and maybe it was the facial expressions she was making, but she shouldn't make those no more. (laughs) It's like she's too old to be making that, like I like that that face that she used to make. It doesn't. It doesn't help her facial features anymore. (laughs) Does that make any sense? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I got you. I thought it was cool when she slid in and she like they relived that angle from uh, Total Divas where she yeah. just smacks the shit out of Natalia. No, and then Natalia I, like smacked her right back. I was like, yo. No, I no her the end range is it seems like she hasn't lost a step. I'll give that to like she looked great. Right. Like physically looking great, like you know, healthy. It was just the facial expression just messing it up for me. Right. It was like, no. <laughs> I can feel that. I feel like you know what, and like I, I don't know. It's funny because we're talking so much about the women's rumble, right? Because <laughs> it was good. Yeah, because like the men's rumble, right? Like everybody was coming in. Everybody was like, it was like it was it. It literally felt like paint by numbers with the men's royal rumble. Like the women's, like there were so many high spots going on, right? And it's funny because uh, we got this comment in too to think of. Just put out there. Think of how much better the Rumble would have been with Black Lee, Cole, and all of the other WWE uh, other talent that got got rid of. Oh God, and, would have been so much better. <laughs> could you imagine like Adam Cole and like Johnny Gar? Well, Johnny let his contract run out. Adam Cole being there, Kyle Riley. Uh, you would have seen Keith Lee. You know, to see yeah. Malachi Black, right, or you know, Alistair Black, Carrion uh, Cross, like as well. Yeah. Like being in the and not in the gimp suit, but just carrying across. Like, yeah, there was so much talent. Like I was genuinely surprised that we didn't get anybody from NXT into the 
the Rumble. Yeah, you're right. We've done that before. You had Tommaso Ciampa you could put up there. Braun Breaker, your NXT champion, you could have featured on the Royal Rumble. Io Shirai. um, I know Zoe Starks is injured right now. um, But you could have had Mandy Rose, right? Because she had that interaction that was going on before. You had her on WWE.com. LA Knight is another person. You had both guys, Ziggler and uh, Rude, interact with him, right? You yeah, could have had, on that You could have had Gunther, right? Yeah, Gunther. Like, yeah, yeah Gunther. But <laughs> then you could have had the chance, yo, could you imagine what it would have looked like, though, to see, like, Harlan in the ring with Brock Lesnar? Like, yeah. could we have not gotten that? <laughs> like... I, it was like it was, there was so many other choices they could have done for the men's Royal Rumble, and it felt like it just felt like it was just like, well, <laughs> nah, not sure if we want any of you bastards to win, so we're just gonna let Brock win and let him come out at number thirty. We don't care what y'all do. And I was curious too, like I wanted to see like how come we couldn't get like anybody from. Like NXT, right? We just couldn't get anybody from NXT. And then you couldn't get anybody, you couldn't call anybody back. Like maybe you did call a bunch of those guys back. Within like the last five years that you've released, obviously some of the newer guys will be ones that hurt the most, right? So Lee right. coming back, Cross ain't coming back, right? But you mean to tell me that you never thought about reaching out to, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, there's uh, like Mojo Raleigh. Like, yeah. You called him back. That would have been a surprise. Shit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Bray Wyatt. That might have been a guy you might have been able to call. Braun Strowman. Right? Right. Like some of these other dudes that like have been gone within like the last year. Like you can call any of those guys back. Like at all. Like, I don't know. It's just wild to me. And then you had like you like you had all these great like moments. Like you you could have had all these potential moments, but you just that the match just felt blah to me, right? AJ Styles is the first person that comes out, and then you can't even get that man rolling, right? Like it just—I don't know, man. I was. He should have stayed in, yeah. AJ should have stayed in longer. Like he would have been better off, at least in the final six, for God's sake. Right. Like give that man some longevity. Nakamura should have been in there longer. Like there was just several people that should have been in there longer. That wasn't, and then people that were in there too long, like Corbin and Moss. I refuse to call Moss the little nickname they gave him because he's fucking retarded. But like he's fucking retarded. I just want to hit him. Like he's a God, God, I God, I hate him so much. I but hate you bring what they're doing with him too. And I get, I get, like Nakamura is like injured right now, so like he has, yeah, like, you gotta injury. be careful. So yeah. you gotta be careful with him. You can't have him in the ring, right? But I'm just like genuinely confused that like Corey Graves was cleared, so why yeah. not have him in the rumble? In the rumble, because that would have been that would have been a shock. Where was he sitting at? He was in the back. He was yeah. in the back just watching the show. <laughs> you could have been like, doing Graves, get out there and show me what you can do, kid. <laughs> Commentary, commentary has been good to you, so get out there, show me what you got. Yeah, like the from it was like from like what? I don't know. You had like from spot number three all the way to like twenty something. It was most mid carders. Yeah, 
It really was. And like, and so I, I'm going to put this, this comment up here too, right? Like you could have had Santino. Yeah, that, that would have been a good one. <laughs> like Santino, what was actually, you know what? I'm actually going to put this one up too. Where were these guys at? Where were the Usos? Right? Why weren't like, they in it? Um, another one that I was thinking, right, just kind of off off the hand, where's Wade Barrett? I mean, you have him on commentary. You could have had him in the really? ring, right? Um, but there's, like, so many names of people that you could have gone back to and just been like, yo, where's that guy? Where's this guy? How come you don't have that spot? You, you know, know, they should have. I would have rather them bring out Undertaker. I know he ain't wrestling, but just have him come out there and scare the shit out of everybody. Like, Where's you know, and, yeah, I know we were talking about that too. I was on the phone with Justin doing that. It was like that'd be nice seeing Kane come out there and like toss a couple people out and then get tossed out. Right, like you could have had that would have been like another great pop. Like people would have freaked out for that. Yeah, um, another person I was like just randomly thinking about too that you could have had come back. Right, like you could have had and you could have taken this moment to show off. Solo Sokoa, right? Because, like, obviously, you're making him a prominent star in NXT. Yeah. You bring him up. He does the one thing. Everybody in the arena understands what that means, right? Because you said the Usos were banned from ringside. You never said that right. his family was banned. So you could have you could totally played that up. I don't know, man. And I know that you want to take those guys and let them bake a little bit in, in NXT. But you also have to give these guys opportunities to shine. Like... You have to give them this opportunity to shine with the bigger stars. Like they got to get that rub. Otherwise, people people watching Raw aren't watching NXT. Well, some of them. Yeah, yeah but not a lot of them though. But it's yeah, each each brand legitly has a core audience. Right, and like, and we know that like somewhere like Raw, right, one point five million, I think, is what they had last week watching, and then NXT had five hundred thousand fans, like five hundred sixty-seven thousand people watching the show. So you know already that some of those people are from Raw watching. Why not give those people who watch Raw and SmackDown and NXT, give them that like little satisfaction of like, oh shit, like if I do watch these shows, I I can see this happen. Because it's what right. the Rumble is. This is what I was telling people. I was like, I watch the Royal Rumble. I live for the Royal Rumble in wrestling side because you get cool stuff that happens like that you would never expect. Exactly. That's what it's supposed to be for. That's what it's supposed to be about. <laughs> WWE missed that, missed that point. I feel like they got lazy, and I feel like they got lazy after the Brock and uh, Bobby Lashley match. They were like, "Well, we already know what this match is. Fuck, we still got the Royal Rumble. Shit, we don't know what we're doing yet. Who's supposed to win? Ah, fuck it." <laughs> Brock, go out there and get it done. <laughs> exactly. Tell Drew. Tell Drew he's got to be in the final in the, in, the, in the final two. That's it. Right. <laughs> That's all we got. That's all we need. We'll and then just we'll five we'll and Right. Which that was the other part too. Like, I want to talk about both endings to both Rumbles, which were very blah, right? Ronda Rousey, very you blah. need to tell me, right? This is supposed to be mate. Like, we're supposed to it's simulated fighting, folks. I'm sorry. But you mean to tell me, Rhonda, for 10 seconds, right? This all, she's, she's patting herself, right? She's like, yeah, I'm doing a good job. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> and then Charlotte's just watching her like, mm, I'm going to run at her and do a hip hip attack. <laughs> and then just <laughs> over. Like, what? 
Like, yo, I thought that the Royal Rumble, right, like, was a rumble till you get to the final two. And then it's like, you can have a, like, a, you can have a five-minute match between yeah. the two to see who's going to win, right? They've done it before. Let's be real. Yeah, they have. Cena, Cena Batista, right, where yep. both guys fell over at the same time, but then they got put back in, and then they had, like, you know, a little two-minute thing, right? But we got something out of it. No. There was, like, Charlotte, hit her with an ass shot. She's just going to throw you over the top. <laughs> and that's what they did. Same thing with Drew. Drew's like, I'm going to wait for Brock to turn around and hit him with a Claymore. He goes to the Claymore. <laughs> he moved him. They catch him with – they put him up on the F5 and just threw him out the ring. And that's how we end it. That's how we end it. I was like – that's the most lackluster way to end it, right? I, uh, they were both very kind of lazy. Ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. <laughs> like, let's be honest, man. Like, when they had, like, the the biggest Royal Rumble, right? The 40-man Royal Rumble. And you saw Santino and Albert Rio, And Albert got hit with the with the, <laughs> the Cobra. You're like, oh, man, here we go. And he goes to throw him. And, it, you know, he gets AD, you know, ADR, obviously, wins the Rumble, <laughs> right? But you were like, oh my God, this is the time. Like you're you were locked in. When I saw that the when I saw the the sweep, the sweep of the, the kick, I was like, that's it. This is over. And then you came over the F5 was just like, see ya. No, like, I hate this ending. <laughs> no, it was. The ending was so like it was like lazy as fuck. It was like they were trying to like, all right, we gotta play nice and safe. Nothing too crazy. Right. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's you know what it was. I know a reason why because it wasn't a pay per view match. It was a premium live event. A premium live event. That's what we're calling it now, folks. Yep. Premium live event. WWE already got your money. They were NBC and WWE <laughs> got your money. They were like, you know what? We already got their money. We ain't got to worry about this. We ain't got to worry about right. that show. We don't got to work for that sixty dollars anymore. We get. <laughs> So rude. Nine ninety nine. If you have, uh, if you don't want ads, <laughs> right? Yo, so let's hop into the greatest segment of all three count podcasts. That is the Red Dogs Power Rankings. I'm not doing a song. I'm not doing a song. Yeah, I'm not doing it either. Don't worry. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's them. I know, like, yo, they, you know, something they go way overboard with it. I'm just like, watching. They like, do, oh, but it's man, fucking man, hilarious. Crazy <laughs> over here, it's like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> yo, like, stop it. All right, man. So we're gonna jump into number ten, right, right off the jump, because I already gave you guys my honorable mention, right, with MSK in the jacket. So let's talk about Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus Cesaro and Ricochet. That is your number ten match from SmackDown. Uh, felt like this was really good, man. Just great competitive background between two guys, and it was a match that we were supposed to have kind of finish up, but obviously when Ridge broke his nose because of Ricochet, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad we got that retribution. I guess I don't know, but I think Cesaro got his face busted open too because Ridge like hit him with the mask, and you right. saw like like at the end of the match, you saw Cesaro like cover his mouth. And like it looked like blood was coming out, but he was like holding his face the whole time. So oh. if it happened, it happened, you know. Godspeed. So we're gonna move into number nine. I think this was actually one of Chaz's favorite matches. Um, Chaz, if you're watching, go ahead and put this comment in. Uh, this would be FTR versus Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson, a part of Rampage. 
It was a. I thought this was a solid two. Uh, so we're gonna move into number eight. We're gonna talk about this match because this was the opening match of Royal Rumble with Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, we we've said everything we can about this. The just the psychological warfare versus the physical warfare. Like I thought, this was just a fun match all the way around. That was very great yeah. for it. Moving to number seven. I kind of knocked this match a little bit, but I did enjoy it at the time that I was watching it. So want to give a lot of love, but it's going to be Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. Um, and it's it's got to be a tough break for Miz and Maurice. <laughs> they are what? 0-2 in mixed tag matches. <laughs> oh, they are. You know, one oh. of the teams ain't even together anymore. <laughs> I, but see, the thing is, all right, so... Like, like just that match in general. Like, it was fun. It was fun. It, they, they did their, they did what they were supposed to. Yeah, they did. But I'm like, I feel bad. I was like, yo, can we get them like a match, a tag match with somebody else? Just like have them beat, <laughs> beat them. Like, give them a W. <laughs> yeah, give them a W. Like, make the, make you know, make the it couple feel special because the great right. couple and then the one that you can't see couple because uh, they're the only together <laughs> couple. Like they were broke. By the way, shout outs to Nikki and Brie Bella. We didn't talk about that. That also happened. Oh like, yeah, that they look yeah really good yeah. Too. Oh, they looked amazing. Yeah, I was like, oh damn. And uh, congratulations to Brie for getting some payback for the last time you and your sister were in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> I'm, I still don't like Nikki Bella, so it's okay. <laughs> so we're gonna move into number six. Uh, this was all right. So I put Ronda Rousey. For the Women's Royal Rumble, really, it's just all in general. It's the Women's Royal Rumble is the number six match, just all together. I always thought this was very good, and I really enjoyed it a lot. So, number five, this is what's going to be really cool, too, right? Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. I really enjoyed this match a lot. Just that opening spot where they're suplexing each other, (laughs) and they're both like, okay, let's go. (laughs) Let's get down to business. Yo, when Bobby... When Bobby hit that guard, that guardrail, right, and it exploded, I, I was know. Like, Shout outs to this! <laughs> like this is what it's meant to be. This is the kind of fire we want in our matches, not the one on the WrestleMania sign. Twice, yeah, twice, <laughs> <laughs> not once, but twice. So we're gonna jump in. Let's go into number four. I did talk about this match earlier. I did talk about this person earlier. We're gonna talk about Ruby Soho and Ali Catch at GCW. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this match. Really enjoyed what we got out of it. Uh, I thought Ali Cash got to show a lot of character work, and I thought that Ruby Soho definitely got to put over how great of a talent she is, as well as like her own personality too, right? The runaway herself. So very much loved it. We're going to jump into number three. This is coming out of Rampage. I thought this was the best tag team match of the week, um, and that would have been Jungle Express versus Private Party at Rampage. God forbid, if you have not seen that match, go watch it because that thing was incredible and it was definitely necessary to have it. I definitely love to see like kind of like the new angle that private party is going to get kind of pushed towards. So big ups to them. We're going to jump into number two. This was my favorite uh, early match, we'll call it. Uh, but it was Randy Orton versus Chad Gable on Raw. Um, I don't normally, like with Raw, <laughs> normally because of the rat, the the how early it comes on with Mondays, it usually gets pushed down like pretty far 
So for a match for Raw to hold up, like tells you like how good that match was. And I thought Randy Orton and Chad Gable just put on a clinic and it was awesome. Oh, they did. That was an actually an amazing match. I actually got to see that. Yeah, I was definitely hyped to see it. Yeah. We're going to move into number one. Damien has already said what his match of the week is. It was my top match of the week as well. It was Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title on a ladder match in Dynamite. It was the opening match at that, which I was right. like, very surprised that they were going to put that yeah, same right here. Uh, but yeah, man, what a match, right? We did talk about it a lot, like right at the beginning of the show. So if you guys want to wait till this episode ends, then go back to the beginning. You can watch and you can talk about it. You can see. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really good. I was very impressed with uh, Sammy. Dude, that jump, like, listen, we're going to talk about Edge spearing Jeff Hardy, you know, TLC, right? We're going to talk about that, Matt, that, that's that spot forever. Yeah, yeah, We are yeah, also yeah. going to talk about Sammy Guevara's cutter off the ladder. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing, actually. I was, uh, I was thoroughly impressed when I saw, like, I, I actually was in the middle of cooking at work. And... Like, I turned around as they were climbing up the ladder or whatever and doing their thing. And, like, I turn away, and then I look, and then I see him. I'm, like, like, literally just in the middle of holding food in the air on a spatula, just staring at my phone, like, did I just see that? (laughs) That was hot. That. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) And then to see, like, the cutter or the uh, crossroads off there as well. Like they I thought they died. Lot, oh, I thought they died. Oh, the way the way Sammy hit and the way he like grabbed his face, I was like, "Yep, that's how that's how Sammy writes off." <laughs> like that's how. Sammy right? off. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's crazy. Uh, but, but yeah, no, they much. did it safely. They did everything was crisp, clean. Ah, god it damn it! Book. Like everything that was ah. happened was definitely by the book. I know. I'm so mad that it happened on. Fucking Planned Parenthood, <laughs> but that's the that's the top that's the top match. What do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? I don't really care. It's my opinion. No, I definitely will read all you guys' comments. So if you guys put it in there. I'll definitely uh, hear from you guys. But that's it, man. We gonna wrap this up. We wanted to keep this like right around an hour long. We did exactly what we yeah. wanted to. We gonna keep this like a normal episode. But you guys, uh, like we said, right? It's myself, Red Dog, over here with the Dark Lord. That way, you know, because I got yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over. Yeah. So (laughs) the Dark Lord himself. But you guys know what to do. Go down. Follow us on all the socials, right? At Twitter, uh, three count underscore pod. You guys can check us out. Instagram at three count pod. You guys can even go check us out at TikTok at three count pod. You can find us pretty much everywhere at three count pod, like Twitch, uh, Clapper. uh, OnlyFans. Like if you guys want to check that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that we have any content out there yet. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not part of that department. Yeah, and then go check out our Patreon page too, because we definitely have that up and running too. Uh, and we'll be uh, giving more stuff out to that uh, to the Patreon page as well, so you guys will get exclusive uh, interviews. We're also gonna put up uh, like if we have any specials that we want to run, where it's gonna be like how about maybe greatest tag teams, or maybe we're gonna do greatest women wrestlers. Something like that is going to go, and it's going to be on the Patreon page. You guys can actually check it out, pay for it, see what we think, and then you guys can agree or disagree with us there. Uh, so in the meantime, between time, though, that is that is it. 
that's all we got for this show. We will get you guys next week because that's what we do. We love to run these shows on Sundays for you. You guys know what this is. This is the Three Count Podcast Debate Show. And, uh, yeah, we just talking about all of our favorite things. And we will catch you next time. So, you know what to do. Be there or be somewhere else. <laughs>